This is Dr. What? Dr. Where? Stories of Rural Medicine. It's the podcast exploring what it's like to live, work and train in rural medicine across regional Victoria. This series, we're looking at some ways you can take your professional practice to a new level, no matter where your career is at. Even if it's yet to begin, we'll be bringing you valuable insights from a whole range of voices in regional medicine. Gathering hands-on experience while studying can be an enormous challenge, but here's an idea which could deliver some long-term experience right from the beginning of your medical career. Kathy King is a Deakin University medical student who conducted research into the potential for medical students to work in residential aged care facilities in Australia. She found some really useful ways to get medical experience as a personal care assistant while studying. My research was based on having medical students working in residential aged care facilities in Australia. The main reason for this is because there's currently a shortage in aged care workers and also medical students are often looking for extracurricular things to do and at the same time they could get paid. So I just thought why not merge the two and look into where research leads into this field. What were some of the benefits that you found for a student who would take on some sort of work in aged care? So the main benefits were like research showed that if medical students engaged in residential aged care placements during their clinical years, they have a more positive attitude towards the elderly. So prior to having exposure to elderly patients, Research show that most of the medical students have a very negative attitude towards elderly patients. But after their clinical placement, that sort of transition to becoming more positive. And currently, we also have a shortage in people interested in geriatric medicine. So if we could gain more interest in medical students in this area by allowing them to have these clinical exposures during their medical degree, it might actually streamline their selection choice into what specialties they want to do after graduating. And obviously the financial impact of doing a placement where a student's getting paid would be a tremendous benefit to students too. Yeah, so another reason why I decided to do this research project is My background was in pharmacy, so I was a pharmacist prior to studying medicine. And so during my pharmacy career, I also worked as a pharmacy student in pharmacy. So then I questioned myself, what can medical students work as when they're studying medicine? So then I'm like, there's nothing really specific that medical students can do. So you can't really work in a hospital as like a medical student other than people working in specific areas. So then I was looking into why can students not work in aged care because most of our qualifications after the first two years of our preclinical teaching would match up to what they require for a personal care system in aged care homes. So you've mentioned that it can help change some of the attitudes towards the elderly with students. Is there any sort of medicine that you're able to experience and perhaps get hands-on with in these kind of placements that would add value to an overall training journey? So with geriatric medicine, it's very complex medicine compared to your general medicine. So students are able to experience a wide range of different things, especially with geriatric medicine. Students are able to experience things like delirium, patients with dementia, patients with specific conditions that are mainly present in the elderly population. 
which aren't present in the younger population. So it gives students this extra dimension of clinical experience which they would not receive in other fields of medicine. And what was the scope of your research? So the scope of my research was mainly looking at what we're currently lacking and how can medical students fill this gap. So what we're currently lacking in is people working in aged care homes and this lack of staff is more obvious in regional and rural Victoria. So the shortages of staff increases with how regional you go. And in this instance, it's more about helping assist in the shortages by using medical students as personal care assistants in aged care homes and also potentially expanding it further. But currently with my research, I only compared the qualifications required for a personal care assistant to what we would have achieved as a medical student. While you were doing this research, were there any surprises? The main surprise is I actually didn't think how many tick boxes as a medical student we would tick off for the certificate requirement of a personal care assistant. So there's a range of elective and core units that you need to achieve for Certificate 3 in individual support in ageing. And I noticed when I compare the medical curriculum domains to the domains required for a PCA, medical students achieve most of it except for one, which I believe if a medical student was interested, we could waive the requirement for a certificate to work in aged care for a medical student. We could just achieve it by providing the medical students with additional training in that one unit that we're lacking in. Alongside the low barrier to entry for this work, there's staff within aged care who are willing to share decades of experience, as well as try to make your time in this role a good learning experience. Fiona McCook is a lecturer with Monash School of Rural Health. She completed a PhD research project into how aged care staff could improve their engagements with students in the sector. The anecdotal feedback she's encountered from students studying healthcare who take on roles like a personal care assistant is generally positive and can even change perceptions about working in aged care. I worked with a group of staff who were mainly enrolled nurses and um, personal care workers and this particular group they really enjoyed having the students and they felt it added to the, to the lives of the residents there and in fact while I was there they organised a morning tea where residents would come and join students and some of the staff there and it was very beneficial for the residents because some of them were able to talk about their experiences and, and the students were able to see that you know it wasn't just you know, pouring out cups of tea that these older people had had lives, very interesting lives. So I think that was one of the, the loveliest things while I was there, you know, how much the students could add by being in the unit and having a new look on things and bringing the residents out of their sort of day to day, you know, just making something for them to look forward to. So yeah, it's a bit like that program on TV, the one about the children in the old people's home. It's that kind of interaction I think is so beneficial. One of the other factors, which is often a consideration with uh, doctors in the workforce once they're 
uh, finish their training journey is that sort of power dynamic between doctors and other uh, staff within the medical space. I guess one of the unintended benefits of working within a, an aged care setting uh, would be giving medical students an experience as a sort of equal playing field as well prior to getting out into the workforce as a doctor. Is that something that you have come across in your research as well? Not so much, I have to say. The doctors, having worked with a few nurses there, they obviously had a few choice words about doctors. <laughs> but from you know my personal experience, I can't say I did. While I was doing my research there, I really didn't see any doctors, but I wasn't there all the time. I'd only come in at fixed time, so it's... I can't say that they weren't there, but I do think it's beneficial that doctors, I mean, my personal opinion is to come in and see what actually happens in an aged care unit. It's not, as I said before, just about pouring cups of tea. There's a lot that goes on and there's a lot of skills, you know, that can be developed there, you know, communication. And as one of the, the nurse unit manager told me, she said, it's more than just an aged care home. It's actually functions as a medical hospital because we have more than just old people here. There's complex problems, which you may also get in hospital situations. Her opinion was there is a perception that it's just old people sitting in chairs, but she said it's more than that. It is a medical unit. We do do a lot of work that they would do in hospitals. So students and doctors can learn skills that they would also be able to learn in hospitals but she said it you know I'm tired of hearing people say it's just an aged care centre we do function as a hospital quite regularly and students can learn a lot of skills they need for their future practices in such a unit. Would one of the benefits be better continuity of the workforce in the sense that Placements are fixed periods of time. They're often relatively short. But if you're working in a aged care facility, that would be a, a bit more of an extensive period of time. Are there benefits associated with that? I think so. You know, the research shows that students, by and large, don't like going and doing the aged care placements. They're less, you know, they prefer to do the more dramatic emergency type stuff and it is hard to get and understandably get younger people into aged care units but you're certainly not going to learn much in a couple of weeks I think as you suggest there is um, an argument for having them there longer but it needs to be well planned you know you can't just go in there and hope things will happen I think there needs to be a lot of collaboration between the universities and the aged care sector about you know a well-structured placement you know, what are we going to look at this week? What particular skills, what conditions, whatever they do in their medical degree. So it needs to be well planned. But so I really do think a longer placement would be very beneficial to get an idea of how the whole, you know, how everything works. I really, some of the students I saw were only there for a couple of weeks. You know, I, I just don't think you're going to sort of get a real feel for it, nor are you going to get to know the staff that well. And I think... They have a lot to teach. They may not be instructors themselves, but some of them have got really good experience and insight into the, the patients. They can give a really good picture of the patients, how they behave, what interests them, what doesn't interest them. Okay, it may not be couched in scientific terms, 
or academic terms, but they are, some of them are very passionate and very knowledgeable, but not in a conventional way, if, if you know what I mean. We expect, you know, written papers and presentations, but gosh, some of the stuff there were fabulous. And the stories they had, it really made you think about what could be done. And it really did give a quite an insight into how what happens in an aged care facility and how our older residents function, I guess. Particularly during COVID, there's been a lot of difficulties with the aged care workforce, mm. challenges yes. with things like isolation, but also getting an, enough people within the workforce. Do you think getting more students taking on a personal care assistant role if they have all of the, the skills and qualifications needed could help tackle some of those issues? Personally, yes. Um, of course, I'm not a student and I'm a lot older than the students, but from my perspective, um, I think it would be immensely beneficial working in an aged care unit. I know it, it can be confronting, there's no doubt, but I think, again, it comes down to good planning. You can't just plonk them in there. I think you need a an aged care uh, facility and certainly the one I was at was very good. They encouraged students. They wanted them to have a good experience. Therefore, they worked, well, I worked with the staff and to try and make the students' placements not only memorable and enjoyable, but where they actually learned something. They felt or they came away thinking, yes, I've learned a lot. It's not just about washing people and, and pouring cups of tea. There's much more to it. So definitely, I think it's a great idea, but with the caveat that it really does need to be well organised and the staff need to be on board. And while it, trained, I guess, would be the word, or at least have expectations. So it does need to be work done with the staff. So it, it is enjoyable for everyone, not just the students. You know, when I first took it on, I thought, oh, gosh, I wonder what this is going to be like. But I, it was wonderful. The staff, you know, aged care gets such a, a bad rap. But the place I was at, which was in Victoria, the staff, or at least the staff I worked, uh, I have to say I didn't meet all the staff, so the staff I worked with were committed and really wanted to help students learn so that they could see that working in aged care could be a real sort of vocation. They were passionate about it and they wanted students to have a good experience so they'd go away and say, oh, maybe that's something I can consider because students generally don't want to go into that sort of field, but they sort of wanted to make it uh, a great experience for them so they would come back and say, yes, this is, I'd definitely like to get involved in that. So in other words, what I'm saying is it's not all negative in the aged care sector. There are some wonderful people out there and who really do want to encourage others to, to work in the sector where they can learn and enjoy themselves. Thanks for listening. You can find out more about the study and training opportunities across regional Victoria by heading to monash.edu forward slash medicine forward slash rural dash health. This episode was part of a series of conversations with doctors in regional Victoria. There's more episodes available which focus on a wide range of medical specialties. We're available anywhere you find good podcasts. The Northwest Victoria and Gippsland Regional Training Hubs have commissioned this podcast to help medical students and junior doctors learn more about training and practicing medicine in regional Australia. 
There are hubs all across the country. To find out where your nearest regional training hub is, visit the link in the episode show notes or just search regional training hubs. This podcast was brought to you by Monash Rural Health, edited by Emily Crawford and presented by Patrick Laverick. That's me. And it was made possible by funding from the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program at the Commonwealth Department of Health.